Welcome to Lame Storming, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I am Ben Slinger, and with me as always is Trevor Scott. Hello! I'm not in the host position today. Yay! <laughs> Switching it up. Um, today, our guest is Mitchell Lowe from the Pixel Sift podcast. Hello, Mitchell. Yeah. What do you mean I don't get the regular host? What's going on? <laughs> you get the you get the sub host. I'm I get sub host. <laughs> no, we we we, we actually we just switched I'm to call my agent. I'm not sure we've mentioned this on the actual podcast, actually, Trevor. But we did just switch to weekly from every two weeks. So uh, we decided to we decided to switch up switch up the uh, hosting duties as well every week. Pixel Civ went from weekly to fortnightly. (laughs) Well, there you go. We're filling in those gaps for you. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, All right, and so yeah, do you want to just give us a little rundown of of Pixel Civ and, and what you're about? Yeah, so Pixel Civ is a fortnightly half an hour show. Um, we go live on Twitch, and uh, we're going to try and do Facebook Live in the future. But um, I mean, at the meantime, uh, right now it's only on Twitch. But um, we discuss uh, video game topics, um, the issues in video games that week, and uh, we usually get some uh, de- um, someone involved in the video in the Australian video games industry. Usually that's a developer, but sometimes it can be a journalist or, um, in some cases, politicians. We once had uh, Scott Ludlam on the show. Nice. Also, but we mainly try to approach um, games in a more adult manner and try to treat them with a bit of dignity and um, pretty much give them the attention we think they deserve that mainstream media refuses to give them. Cool. And uh, that, that's, that's what we're all about. And um, we, we do have a visual element to our show as well. Um, so it it kind of looks like a bit of a, like a talking heads kind of thing, where it looks uh, the camera switches to us when we talk. It's it's quite fun. Yeah, nice. You've got a, sort of a bit of a bit of production there, and yeah. We've noticed that um, you've had some ex lamestorming guests on your podcast as well. So. Yeah, we yeah. do. Sh- we do share some guest history, and I think we're definitely going to just like go back through your past guests and try to get them on our show because we, we're basically <laughs> trying to <laughs> we're going for the same demographic. So. <laughs> All right. Um, hang on. I'm just gonna call my attorney. Because <laughs> that's bullshit right there. All right. So I think we'll we'll get into it. Uh, for those who haven't listened to the podcast before, uh, we we grab random prompts and come up with video game ideas based on that. The main game we usually play when we have a guest on is one we call Click Pitch. Uh, so each of us has a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three, two, one, we're all gonna click and get a new word, and then we. Going to see where that takes us. Try to come up with something fun or interesting or something we'd want to play. So, shall we get into it? Three, two, one. Click. All right, I got album. Album. Okay, I got tab. Miniature. Miniature, album, tab. Tab's an interesting one because there's not a lot you can do with it. It's either the tab key on a computer or it's like a tab at a bar. I think like the if you just got like an album of like tab keys just on your on <laughs> like your a, keyboard like a, and like like a photo like, album kind of thing. It's like, oh that tab, that's a so it's a coll- okay, so it's a collectible game. Yeah. That one's <laughs> you... from the Razor, Black Widow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you need to and then you need to like find that keyboard and plug it in. And plug it in. And <laughs> yeah. There's some sort of some sort of uh miniature version of it hidden yeah, around miniature... the world as well. Yeah. Or there's some kind of villain, right? Yeah. And he's very tiny. And he's stealing all the tab keys. <laughs> Good luck navigating without a mouse now. And he's putting them in his album. Good luck all you coders who are who who are refuse to use spaces to indent. You're in trouble. What about if this was um miniature horse racing and okay. you went you went to the local TAB. TAB. <laughs> <laughs> um right. And <laughs> then, whenever you won, the um, like instead of collecting your winnings, you you'd put it into an album. <laughs> Get the tab. Touch. All right, all right. How's that a game though, Trevor? <laughs> it's just a horse racing game, miniature horse racing. Yeah, and it's got to be miniature horse racing. All right. We need to find something with some game. No, I think though. big horse miniature track. <laughs> like if you had full size horses, but like the track that's like the size of 
of dinner plate. Like, <laughs> so they just you know, have to get jump around that. Well, well, or even better. I mean, jockeys are pretty small already, but like big horse, tiny jockey, and then you've got a kind of a shadow of the Colossus thing going on, where you just like <laughs> you have to hold on for dear life as you're racing this this horse around. <laughs> big horse minute. What about what about big jockey miniature horse? <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow there's an album in there so you gotta like pick the hottest 100 as well while you're at it oh yeah okay so it's like a it's a it's a cup day special uh oh no that's australia day usually isn't it the hottest 100 yeah yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure where we get some gameplay out of this though how, how is this a game what no, what system is so it on a... oh system mm. is this is a console game well, yeah or the, the, the ER for sure the what wait the what sorry yeah the the ER. Oh, the, the <laughs> U. It does need it does need some games. Yeah, that weird ass controller. <laughs> you spend more of your time looking yeah, at the controller sure. just trying to work it out. Yeah. Then you go like, oh, does the joystick work? Maybe, maybe it doesn't. Who knows? <laughs> it's just all part of the challenge. Well, you're this yeah. giant jockey trying to like balance. Yeah. You know, it's the. The same controls for when you're trying to do a manual in Tony, Tony Hawk's, but it's like balancing the Absolutely, whole time yeah. on this horse, but you're steering as well. Nice. I like it. I'm thinking like in terms of like gameplay, you could just, you know, simulate the horse legs with your thumbs on the weird ass Ouya controller. That's oh. Like inverted somehow. So we're bringing like it you like. You can kind of like run. Quop with style it. sort of thing where you're literally yeah. controlling each limb. Yeah. <laughs> And you have to just are you trying to keep the jockey on, get keep like knock them off, You're just trying to win the race, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like it. Cool. And then I yeah, like it al- a lot. We'll forget album. <laughs> oh, somehow we've got to put a damn album in there as well. Um <laughs> Maybe you can fling records at each other. No, it's it's just a personalized soundtrack. You know, you can it's just you can put your own music in there, so music albums. All done. All right, I've got it. All right, the tr- the track, the race course, is a giant album. Like, oh, like on a turntable, rec- a record. Yeah, a record. And then you gotta like <laughs> dodge, but then you play it. No, I, I scratch. I I forfeit my ER idea. You play it with a DJ here, I think, because no one ever uses those things. <laughs> you shit anyway. What are you gonna use that for? It's sitting in your broom. So you gotta use that. You gotta find, it. and of course it'll be on the PS2 because I don't think one was made for the PS3 or the Xbox 360. Yeah. I've got it on the, or the 360. Xbox 360. Yeah, there you go. You gotta use that, and you gotta navigate your tiny horse with right. a giant person. Yeah, well, I'm thinking, you know, it could be one of these sort of music types, trippy sort of psychedelic um, rhythm games, but it just happens that. The, the sort of the visuals of it are you're on this miniature horse with this giant jockey balancing on one foot and uh and yeah you control it with your dj hero controller <laughs> some sort it. of yeah uh, that's cool i like that there's our game beauty there's our game <laughs> so so what we so what, what would we call this oh god we're bad at names uh, i got one yeah all right beauty and the beast beauty and the beast <laughs> yeah we we get that tie-in money awesome Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The movie's coming out soon. It's a, it's a yeah. crossover. It'll be like an Avengers movie. <laughs> Tonight, Belle must ride a tiny horse <laughs> on a turntable with a DJ Hero kit. Whatever they got, talking clocks and fucking <laughs> yeah. whatever else. Like it's not that. Oh, weird. wouldn't it be great if like the record player was like sentient? Yes, and like had things to say about the horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we just yeah. Uh, whenever we can make inanimate objects sentient in these in these games, like Absolutely. it's always a plus. Definitely. Just commenting on their performance. <laughs> Three, two, one, click, click, kissing, misreading. <laughs> oh, this would be good. Mine's mine's invitation. <laughs> ah yes. <laughs> All right. So there's obviously some social dynamics going on here. Yep. Uh, misreading the invitation to a kiss. That's the obvious one. Um, okay. Yep. Can we take it in a less obvious In a less obvious way. direction? Well, let's switch those Mis- words misreading around. An, uh, misreading an invitation to a funeral. <laughs> Wasn't yours kissing, though, Trevor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess there's kissing at funerals, but... Is there kissing at funerals? <laughs> well, on the know, cheek. Like, on the you cheek. Know, Just the greeting. I'm sorry of... for your last kiss on the cheek. Oh yeah, yeah. That's totally what I thought. 
Well, yeah. maybe, maybe, no, well, just <laughs> maybe just to add to the dynamics, like it's set at a funeral, but you're still can misreading. You, can you imagine? So it's like, oh, oh, granddad's died. Uh, here's the invitation to the funeral, but you misread it as grandma. <laughs> so you go to the funeral and you're like, oh, granddad. So you walk into the uh, the church or wherever you're having it, the uh, funeral parlor, and you see granddad. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> you have granddad. to figure out, like. <laughs> But like what, you good? can't you can't act surprised because you've got to keep it together. <laughs> so the game is keeping it together when like when you think someone that has died, but they're still alive. Someone you thought yeah, someone you thought is dead is standing yeah. in front of you. And yeah. also the emotions running through you of yeah. wait, grandpa's grandpa's dead? And I thought grandma was dead? Yeah. So well, the shock of seeing great? grandma. <laughs> the shock of seeing grandma <laughs> Or granddad alive, granddad alive, but also dealing with the grief of the added grief of granddad being dead. So what do we Grand- think? Grandma the- being dead. <laughs> so what do we think the controls are yeah. like? <laughs> okay, I- I've already thought of a difficulty system. All right. <laughs> so basically, the amount of people you've already talked to before noticing that granddad is actually still alive. <laughs> okay. So like, say you're like, oh, mom. Sorry about it. Uh, sorry about granddad. You know, that's bad deal. And you walk away and mum's like, what the hell what is that? The, what, what do you mean? He's over there. Or like, you could like, you could like comedically avoid each other throughout the entire, the entire occasion. So you can actually get somehow. through the whole funeral without realizing? Yeah. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It depends. So, well, I mean, one of the real difficult parts is going to be if it's an open casket. Because. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, uh, so is the goal of the game then to actually get this character through without noticing? Because it's just going to wreck them. Like, absolutely. I think it's like to without noticing. So you're kind of like an ob- an omnipotent kind of force. Yeah. Kind okay. Of, maybe maybe your grandma. <laughs> and you've got to like you've got to like make things happen. You've got to make things happen in the room because you're haunting it. I and love. You've got to make things happen. I love to like the- steer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the whole stake, like the the stakes involved, are really yeah. just to avoid awkwardness for this person. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. grief, like, obviously. Like social... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a social anxiety kind of comment. You just and you have to, or, or if yeah. you can't, if you can't keep them from figuring it out uh, completely, you just have to make sure that they're like calm, that they're in a right in the right position to to sort of accept this knowledge. Um, you know they can't yeah. be in a state in a state of uh, excitement or, or can't be too upset because it'll just maybe they've got a heart condition. <laughs> okay, the so the real hardest is. difficulty is where um, that character has to give a eulogy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's uh yeah. There's an yeah. element of randomness. Like yeah. so, there's just a, there's a funeral. You know, grandpa is alive, but someone, and it's just randomly decided every time, yeah. someone who's involved in this funeral thinks it's actually grandpa who's dead. Wait, did I get that the right way around? I think so. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you get up, but like you have to kind of like funnel the character's vision so that he doesn't pan over to the right. <laughs> or just like where granddad actually is. Or just like possess one of the employees there to like. Move some flowers. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like driver San Francisco style. Like you just like zoom in. And you're like, ah, all right. Maybe you have to. Maybe person. you have to like anticipate their eulogy, and you've you've got a certain amount of like uh, possession power. And so every time <laughs> they're, you, you can tell that they're about to say grandpa. You have to possess them so that they say grandma instead, so that nobody tells them. Wait a second. <laughs> why are you talking about grandpa being dead? I lo- that is awesome. I love that. So you kind of like gotta, you gotta like censor people. Yeah, there's almost talking. a rhythm game element to the eulogy. Yeah, like yeah. You see the words coming up, and you have to like hit it at the right time, <laughs> not do too long, or you're gonna run out of out of power. Love but it. also, you've got to occasionally, um, you've got to also occasionally possess Grandpa to get him out of like to stop him from getting up and moving because he's like kind of restless and wants to keep on a- approaching the um the coffin. So yeah. I, I actually, I actually think that Grandpa should be the one that you can't possess. So like he's the he's the one thing that you actually <laughs> oh, can't like deal with. So you got to like negotiate everything around him, kind of. Yeah, I like that. 
kind of like in um if you there's a flight radar game and you have to like there's one of those flight radar games and you have to like kind of draw paths for planes every now oh, and then yeah. one will come in that you can't control yeah and, just, uh, oh, yeah. and like, have to control like, everything grandpa's that yeah it's just the unstoppable force through this funeral. i love it all right that's cool i i like where we went with that yeah yeah i think we need another one though so did we did we officially like break that by coming up with a good game Oh, no, that happens all the time. It's awesome. Yeah, happens all the time. <laughs> I got a name for it, by the way. Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Awesome. You Go. are our, yep, you're the name giver. Watch your language. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it seems like something grandma would say. <laughs> That's true. She'd be like, watch, watch your, language. your language, Sonny. Otherwise, you're going to give Timmy an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> wash your mouth out with soap. Yeah. Either that or grandma in the swear jar. I like that one better. <laughs> grandma in the swear jar. And grandma's in there because, that's, like, you know. She was cremated and that's where her yeah. ashes were put because she's just so fond of that swear jar. <laughs> so it would just be like an urn, but with, like, a dollar sign on it. Oh, that's, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, click. Bust. Analog. Drool. Drool. <laughs> oh, wow. So, all right. Bust, analog, and drool. So is that bust as in B-U-S-T? Yeah. Yeah. So that could go a few different ways as well. It's, it's a, <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, a great There is a, a, rather, a rather busty woman who comes into Okay. So into is she like, I'm trying to scene. figure this out. So it's like, like Lady in the Red Dress from The Matrix or like? Yeah. Or Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Okay. They are right. Yep. Tread carefully, um, Trevor. Keep going. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so, do you do you piss off one social economic like one group every episode, or is that? I mean, we try. Just like not a, you try. <laughs> well, well, what I was actually thinking is, you do have the people who are drooling over over these okay. um, characters, but you play the security guard trying to get get them out of the out of the way and all that sort of stuff. So, okay. it's it's that you're trying to you know, stop them from, from drooling over this rather busty lady. And you have to just use analogue controls. Is that where that comes in? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm already liking this episode of this show more than Pixel Serve already. <laughs> this is already better. See, I was I was heading more towards something to do with babies. Because, you know, there's obviously a lot of drool involved. Um, the bust <laughs> could be could still be someone <laughs> busting. If we wanted to go there. Lamestorming but... from Jessica Rabbit to babies in one sentence. <laughs> but also babies bust things. Like They do. They're just pretty destructive. Okay, so they drool all over the analog controllers and bust them. <laughs> so um it's have you have you played that game where um it's like that competitive multiplayer game where one player plays the baby and one player plays like the, oh, the yeah. adult. Yeah, yeah. Um and the baby's mm-hmm. whole whole idea is just to kill itself and the yes. adult's idea <laughs> is to try and literally try and stop it. Stop it and baby proof the, the entire apartment. And okay. it's a hilarious awesome. game. But I'm just imagining, okay, your job as the adult is to try and hide the analog controllers. <laughs> And your job as the baby is to just drool into them. <laughs> drool into them as much as you can. So it's sort of a physics-based game. How does the baby... Maybe it's maybe it's co-op controls again, just because babies can't, you know. <laughs> just to give the baby a bit more of a challenging a challenging role in this game. Well, you actually, literally no. control you, you each use, limb. You, you, rather than... I mean, no one can play co-op. So... I'd, I'd I'd see some let's players that would tell you that you can play co-op. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's the hard that's hard <laughs> that's the hard difficulty that you got okay. um, co-op. But the the regular difficulty is actually reverse controllers. So if you want okay. to turn left, you got to go right. If you want to turn right, you got to mm-hmm. go left. And if you want to go forward, you got to go back. Uh, that's <laughs> really, just... I mean, some games try to do that. Like there are often there'll be games where like, oh, you got drunk. We're going to reverse the controls. And it's just kind of annoying. I, f- I think it's a bit more... So I had the idea, actually, maybe maybe it's not even... The game itself isn't anything to do with babies. It's just it controls as if a baby had drooled on your analog controller. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just slightly off. Like, there's a good 
there's a dead spot, you know, sort of to the upper left, and <laughs> <laughs> so if you want if you want to go left and up, then you got to go left. Up. Yeah, you kind of got to just avoid it, or, or maybe we could even combine the ideas. So it's just that if you're controlling the baby, it's as if you are literally using a busted controller drawn on by a baby. <laughs> Step one: uncap your Vaseline. Step two: not what you think we're about to do. Step three: put it on your PS4 controller. Yep, lube it up. You know what? I I really think that's got some that's got some legs. All right, keep going. You got something else with this, Trevor? I'm I'm just wondering if, sure, we've you've now put in place that the that the mechanic is that you're controlling you're controlling the game with a with a controller that's pretty much busted from baby drill. Yep. Do we actually have some sort of some sort of little mechanic that happens at the start where you can see where the baby sort of drilled into it, and you're sort of like. You as the character have to clean it up, so you know approximately where the dead spot's going to where be the in the dead controller. Sp- <laughs> okay. Um, and then like it's getting really meta. Okay. Yeah, it's meta, and then like I'm just trying to think of gameplay that I'm going to want to keep on playing this game. Like it's got to be something really, really awesome. Maybe it's well, you can have really weird DLC levels. It's like navigate the baby through a factory. <laughs> like yeah. A, okay. Or like a sushi restaurant. Yeah, I, I also I also like the idea of um, DLC levels where it's something else that's drilled on your computer. Maybe it's your dog. <laughs> <laughs> How would that change gameplay at all? Well, you know, like dog drool has dog very di- very different properties to baby drool. <laughs> and your character's also allergic to dogs. <laughs> yeah, so you have to get through it in a certain amount yeah. of time before you go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then another another episode where it's been drilled on by an alien. So the the longer <laughs> that you actually go through, you know, the more the acids be- eating into the controller, and the more it doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love this idea. So how more do more we... crossover properties with you guys? It's just like you can't keep oh, yeah. it just one. You can't keep it in one place. It's just got to. It's got to branch out. All the Licensing. Time. That's where it's at. Yeah. That that's where all the all the money is, you know. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, Aliens. Yeah, you got to get that Ridley Scott money. <laughs> There's a new one of those coming out too. So absolutely, looks terrifying. Supposedly, he's got another six movies in the um. He's got another six movies that he's planning on making in the Alien. So we've franchise. got sequels to this game coming up. Then, <laughs> what else can Aliens drool on that can be represented <laughs> in game? <laughs> well, it's got to be analog, right? So you watch. Yeah, my watch. Analog watch, yeah. My cash register. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not fully analog, but, you know, mechanical keyboard. I love these ideas that that we're crossing over with the Alien franchise, but it's literally just, <laughs> what would you do? What would you What would you do if your mundane piece of everyday equipment was being eaten away by acid? <laughs> oh, no, my DJ Hero kit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my horse. How, oh, wait, hang on, no. how am I supposed to how yeah. am I supposed to play that else game? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Oh, Alright. Three. Two. Oh, we're doing another one. Yes. One. Click. Pledge. Requirement. Recycling. Alright, this is just gonna be really lame. <laughs> it's it's just gonna be one of those like Captain game. Planet, the video game. Yeah, it's gonna be a game made by Made by the government to try to make you uh, recycle. Yeah. This, uh, the, whatever, whatever we say after this will just be ended with brought to you by the Australian <laughs> government of of environmental resources, sponsored by whoever gives a shit about the environment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like um, speed that up so it sounds like one of those at the yeah, end of a political. I mean, action. you can do that in editing, right? You can edit yeah. it later. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I actually thought of it as a telethon simulator. You got pledges okay. coming in. Okay. You got certain requirements we, that you got to. We got to be careful with this. Telethon's big over here. <laughs> oh, telethons are huge over here too. I mean, we've got we've got on the Good Friday. We've got the Good Friday appeal. So, this is oh. what I'm actually thinking. It's an in, it's okay. an actual like um, it's a telethon simulator. Um, mm-hmm. You got lots of mini games that you can do, and um, you've got a certain requirement as for how many local celebrities you have on, and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know I reckon you could actually. This is what One Two Switch should have been. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, and then a lot cheaper too. Yeah. And also, yeah, and also fifteen dollars, <laughs> just to get topical on you. Um, no, I, I like this. So the better, obviously, the better you do in the mini games. Like I love this. I I, I kind of love the idea of it's mini games, but it's just all right. Here comes the next bunch of people out onto the stage. You've got the big like money ticker up behind them, um, and the better you play the mini game, the more money you get. And maybe there's there's a mini game beforehand in which you're trying to talk the local celebrities into coming on. Because then they can be answering the phones, and if you don't get enough, then your your other mini games may be going really, really well, but you don't have enough people answering the phone calls, so therefore you're not actually bringing in all the money. Right. So it's about so you can. There's a bit of a balancing act there between just bringing on randos off the street to, or, or like you know, yeah, non-celebrities to answer your phones. But if you put in a bit more time or a bit more money, you can get celebrities answering the phones and, you know, people are going to want to call up just so they can pledge to a celebrity. So if you don't get enough money, like in the amount of time period, and it looks like you're not going to make it, does like Basil Zemplis come out of nowhere and just shake his head at you? Just like, nah, it's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) I think, "Mm, uh, no. I think if you're not going to make it, then, I don't know, you just have to get more and more extreme with your, uh, (laughs) with your performances or something. Maybe there's a level of, of how, I don't know. Well, maybe there's a difficulty rating for each one, and you you know that you're going to get a lot yeah. of cash reward if you... Is the mining boom going on? One. <laughs> Is the mining boom going on at the, at the time? Maybe you won't get as many. <laughs> as many donations. going to take like the economic status yeah. of the country into account. Yeah. It's just randomized before each game. <laughs> yeah, how are the All Lords doing? <laughs> it it actually just connects to the All Lords and just checks it and goes. Yeah, nah, absolutely. Yeah. Not nah, you. Totally oh yeah. Fine. Okay. So it changes every time. Yeah. Right? yeah. Nice. Um. But I'm thinking, you know, it's a risk versus reward. If you fail at something, um, then people are really not going to want to call in because when you're watching these telephones, you, you know, you're thinking, do I want to switch off and, or, hey, this is actually pretty good entertainment. Let's keep watching. Yeah. So you can have little graphs and stuff of how many people are watching too. Like, to see how you're catching their attention. And you got your little ticker down the bottom that you can just see how much people are pledging. and Yeah. You've got procedurally generated, like, hosts in between each minigame who just spout random crap <laughs> based on how well you're going and what and what each sort of performance is. I love it. Maybe there are, like, some celebrities that need to come and, like, convince you that they're famous. <laughs> like, you know how you know how in telethon right they always get these actors that you've never heard of yeah oh yeah and then they they spend about an hour trying to convince the audience that they're famous because they can add yeah, that element in because they come out and do it you know do their musical number or something yeah. and <laughs> yeah. i was like, at yeah. i was at telethon in about in, in 20 i think it was 2014 i was yeah. there at, at the perth one and i was i was standing in the crowd and i was just watching the stage one of the panelists was so drunk that she was she was walking out to the places where she was not meant to be on stage. Because um, if you've ever been to Telethon, I'm not sure how it works in other states, but in Perth, there's one MC that there is the MC that's on stage and they're the MC for the TV part and the cameras are pointed at them. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Then they have another MC that's um, meant to get the crowd riled up and um, get them ready to go. And um, he's not on, he's not on TV. He's interacting with the crowd only. But he had to deal with her because she wouldn't get back on the panel in time for them to cut to her. Well, that can be an element. So, we can bring yeah. that sort of thing into. You have to make sure that you've got yeah, like your warm up MC or whatever, and and yeah, they've got multiple. I think you should jobs. play as that guy. Right, that's your actual. Yeah, role. you should be that guy. Yeah, and you've got to like rile up the crowd, but you've also. I mean, this is in our fictional universe. He will also be in charge of like everything else. Just celebrity wrangling, and yeah, yeah, he's actually the producer of the whole thing. So he has to, he has yeah. to choose the acts that come on, and then he's yeah. got to put on the fat cat out- outfit at the end of the night. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I, yep. I and I reckon that so the DLC for this is uh, Carols by Candlelight edition. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same thing, but it's just like how yeah. how much Christmas spirit you can gain in the in your audience. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, you got. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. it, and and get Humphrey to come out. Humphrey, good old Humphrey Bebe. He is he does he still come out on Carols by Candlelight? Is he still know. a is he still an IP at this point? I don't know. 
Hang on, let me look Who that knows? up. He's probably he's probably animated now or something. He might have got he might have been uh, arrested for sexual harassment for not wearing pants. Hey, yeah. um, I I actually didn't realize that Fat Cat was still a thing. No, I didn't either. I, I, don't, I really I don't hope know, he's still a thing. It took me a second to even remember, but uh... oh yeah, that was that Channel Seven Humphrey B Bear like ripoff. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh... Humphrey Bear is Australian? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't know it was exclusively Australian. I thought that might be like an Australian spin-off of no, um, no. Humphrey Bear. Humphrey B. That's Bear. It. I think they were. I think Fat Cat and yeah. Humphrey Bear were basically like mortal enemies of of kids. Kids, you know, <laughs> kids. live entertainment with people in weird uh, costumes <laughs> with no you know pants. What was scary? You know what? I found scary shit on Humphrey Bear when I was a kid. Yeah. When he went and talked to that tree with all the shoes on it, <laughs> I don't even so I remember like, that. I, I, I think used to be like, I'll look out. it up. I'll, I'll I'll link it later. I, yeah. I'm not I'm not running this show. I'll link it to yeah. you guys. Link later. it to us, and we'll it's, link it. Yeah, it's where his his like MC his handler is like, oh Humphrey, let's go talk to the tree full of fucking shoes. That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I'm now imagining a game yeah. where you've got yeah. all the different like um, anthropomorphic. Um, Kids character, so you got like, aggro, kid, kids, yeah, kids yeah. hosts, and all that sort of stuff, and they're just in like this massive Street Fighter game. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's basically like the Smash Brothers of of uh, what nineties, Australian late eighties, early nineties. Uh, yeah, Australian kids TV. All the Saturday <laughs> Disney folks are there. So like all the bananas and pajamas yeah. throw down with Humphrey <laughs> Bear, the Teletubbies. They got tag Big team 10. moves. <laughs> You'd think Big Ted would be like the tank, but actually, Little Ted's got the moves. Like you can't beat Little Ted. Oh man! It's like, do you know what I'm thinking? B two? I don't know. B one? It's not a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I don't think we even need to click again. I think this is our next game. Like I think we're gonna follow this lead. And That's do you know why? Because it's a requirement. <laughs> get all get get all the classic play school hosts. Jemima just fucks shit up. <laughs> Jemima. oh, Jemima's got a knife. Like, she's just fucking hardcore. Like all these All the all these stuffing just comes out of all the fucking other... Yeah. She may be small, but fuck, she just... <laughs> she fucks shit up. She's wonder so damn what, fast. What Sunrise will say about that. And, uh, and ben- Benita is like the referee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Basil Zempler should be the referee, frankly. I think, I think, I think um, whoever that is is a Perth guy, because I don't know who that is. You guys don't know who Basil Zempler is? Basil no. Is? I think, no. No, oh, well. Oh, that's, that, you know what? That's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's actually okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Local references. All the people in, in the US are just going, what the fuck? Look, <laughs> if you're from Perth, you'll get it. That's apparently, right. Fat Cat's still a thing over here. Like, we're three years behind on all our media, and apparently <laughs> our mascots are still behind. Well, that's all right. You, <laughs> might, be, you might be three years ahead on, on Basil Zemplos, though, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time to head into the Eye of the Storm. Uh, so, you can find us on Twitter. We are at, uh, at LameStorming on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash lamestorming. If you could give us a little rating on there or click like, uh, just to keep up with all the latest episodes, that'd be great. Uh, if, you've, if you've got any ideas or, or anything you'd like to tell us, you can email us, podcast at lamestorming.com. We are actually on iTunes. If you could leave us a rating or a review or even just subscribe to our podcast there, that would help us out immensely. Uh, we have a website, lamestorming.com, has all our latest episodes. We'd like to thank Kuradust. Uh, they've provided us the music for the opening, closing, and also the Eye of the Storm, all from the song Mount Defiance from the album Containment Failure. And we'd just like to give a plug to Zencaster, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R, and uh, we use them to provide our recording capabilities uh, for our guests. Uh, very, very useful little tool, check them out. Uh, Mitchell. Yeah, so I'm from a show called Pixel Sieve. You can find it on iTunes, Pocket Casts, and any of your favorite podcast players of choice. Just search Pixel Sieve in those ones. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search Pixel Sieve on there. I also have a website, uh, pixelsieve.com.au. 
and we also go live in some capacity or another every Thursday evening on twitch.tv forward slash pixelsiv. So if you'd like to know more about us, uh, you can join us there. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You can also check out all their links on the episode page on the website. And for those of you who live in Perth, we will be at Perth Comic Con on March the 25th at 5pm. We'll be in the brochure somewhere in there. And that's 2017, no later. <laughs> yes, 2017. Yes. Just in case you're listening come to in... this in the, in, the, in the future. The desolate, dystopian future. All right, let's get back into it. All okay, right. let's click again. Let's Next. Click. Three, two, one, click. Kingfisher. Ooh. Dropping. <laughs> Hollow. Ooh. I feel all like right. all of these relate quite smoothly together. I mean, a kingfisher occasionally drops into water to get fish next to a hollow. I was thinking, <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's Pete's influence from last week, but I was thinking more about kingfisher droppings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and maybe you're like controlling the kingfisher, and the they're actually hollow, and you're having to like deliver things in your droppings to. I don't know, the great forest war that's going on below <laughs> between, the like, the, the fucking, f- the, the, f- the fairies and the, it's, it's Fern Gully. <laughs> oh. So what, you're dropping turrets, or? <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, you're Something's dropping. Something's got to change. You're dropping turrets, exactly, Trevor. You, <laughs> you just. Drop a little. You drop a kingfisher turd, and it breaks apart, and a turret <laughs> comes out and starts attacking the fucking whatever that evil black thing was that was trying to destroy the forest. Essentially, it's a rip-off version of the thing that tries to kidnap Sandra in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like full of fucking maggots. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like nature versus corruption. In this <laughs> nature versus hellspawn. <laughs> in this in this war that's. <laughs> That's the, so maybe it's uh, so we can use that as a jumping off point, but maybe it's like mm-hmm. a battlefield type game, except yeah, set in this very different thing where you just get to play all these different. You can you can play the land animals, and you're like the fucking fairy riding a toad, jumping across the battlefield, you know, blasting at your enemies. That's a Sunday see, night for me. <laughs> see, all I, all I'm imagining now is like a Dark Souls game where you're a kingfisher and you're like shitting on. You know the enemies and trying to trying to you know remove the enemies from this hollow that you're living in. All I right. think that could be pretty the awesome. Like going up. <laughs> I'm very hung up on the hollow element of this game. Yeah, I think he's hollow because he has no soul. Oh, we're gonna get like metaphysical <laughs> with it here. Absolutely, he's got no soul, so he's gotta fill it with the death and destruction of the shit-induced violence. <laughs> the... <laughs> This is still like a bird we're talking about, or is it? Or are we going to take it literally? And it's like a guy who's I think like kingfisher. So you've got so like he, so it's a fishing game, and he's yeah. the king of fishing. But he <laughs> yeah. fishes. He he has to fish to fill the hollow in his soul. Yeah, yeah. Is it still Dark Souls clone? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Dark Souls. Yeah. So you like running around with your fishing rod? That's your main weapon. <laughs> You're hawking some some bastard in the mouth and just ripping him out, <laughs> ripping it back, and just pulling the hook in the mouth, pulling it back, and you go into a massive combo, uppercut him into. into I mean, like there a are pond. definitely there are definitely some uh, like moves that you can do with a fishing rod that haven't been done much in games before. Like you could you could come up with some really cool stuff where yeah, you do use it to like pull them towards you, or you can like sort of cast it real far to i don't know lure yeah yeah you could lure them in or it's like you um if i can grapple in in the batman game you can just like fly around the the uh environment with your fishing <laughs> rod and reel yourself in really quickly <laughs> all right i'm just gonna pull back the i'm just pull back the curtain a bit here and just look inwardly a bit i was looking for a famous fisherman to for a for the punchline <laughs> of a joke that i was about to say and i came across an article on on <laughs> rex hunt right was that the guy that I was gonna. That was the one I was gonna use. I was gonna. Oh look, Rex Hunt. He'll probably be the main character <laughs> of the game. No, well, like I looked up a. There's an. There's an article on Animal Planet, and it says top five most legendary fishermen. There are five. Are you serious? <laughs> there are five. <laughs> Rex Hunt better be one of them. 
I think this is definitely a Rex Hunt, like Rex Hunt's hollow king fishing or something, you know. Is Rex Hunt still alive? I'll feel bad if he's dead. Oh, please. I think he is. Yeah, he's all right. Um, This has to be on the Dreamcast and it has to be using the Sega fishing controller. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do you think we can, do you think we can, does that thing have like PC uh, compatibility so we can at least get it to look nice and it doesn't have to have... You know, twenty-year-old graphics. It's not that old. I mean, hang on, let's no, see. <laughs> Have you actually? No, seen not it? quite. Fifteen. Well, you know what? It's nearly twenty years old, dude. Really? The Dreamcast came out in Japan in nineteen ninety-eight. It's twenty years old next year. Wow, uh, that just—it seems good. like it was a lot older than that. <laughs> I think Trevor thought it wasn't that old, so I think his mind is blown. I mean, I, I really want to play this game with the fishing controller. So, you know, you've got to cast off and then you've got to reel it in if you want to zip around the zip around the place. Yeah, I like that. So I you've like got to reel in. Yeah. And, you know, you can use your um you can use the control stick to move and you've got the buttons there so you can do your fighting moves, but then it's got some uh very basic uh motion controlling in there. Yeah, well so I do good. I do like the idea of, you know, even during a combat yeah, you like swing it out, hook it around someone's head. You have to like use the reel to pull them closer, and then keep hitting your attack buttons to to keep your combo going and stuff. That's cool. Do you play as Rex Hunt? <laughs> Rex Hunt. Do you play as Rex Hunt, or is he like the sort of uh, the sort of wise old guy who sent you on this mission, and and you're the young oh, yeah. the young buck who's who's coming up, you know, learning yeah. the craft. Yeah, Billy Hunt. <laughs> Mike Hunt. <laughs> Michael Hunt. <laughs> Join Michael Hunt. Join Michael Hunt on the fishingest adventure you've taken on the Dreamcast. In the hollow. In the... <laughs> Yeah, you guys forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I don't remember what any of the words were. I'm I'm down the fucking fishing hole. Oh, we forgot the shit element, the dropping. Um, oh, yeah, well... No, well, you, you know. dro- it's just, the word was dropping, right? Like, you yeah, drop, fuck it, you just drop, drop things. You're dropping people you, left you and right. You drop in this game, yeah. That's what it's All about. Right. Three, two, one, click. Right. <laughs> Ammonia. Raising. Written. <laughs> All right, so you have to... All right, it's a necromancy game. Nice. With a basis in chemistry, so you have to like use chemical compounds. To to raise the dead, obviously. And, you know, they're written down. So, whatever, we'll bring... That's, we've got that aspect. You've got the, no, you get your little recipes and things, right? I got a better idea. All right. You have to play it with the Apple Pencil. <laughs> okay. No, well, yeah, yeah. Or some sort of some sort of touch-based... Some all, sort of touch-based guys thing. On, all you guys on DeviantArt with your Wacom tablets, this is the game for you. <laughs> Well, no. This could be. This could be any. This could be DS. It could be. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, they could also be on Pixiv as well. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So you're getting obscure again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are things that exist. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I like. I like the touch based thing though, because then you yeah. not only you have to yeah you have to like write down your recipes, but there's some sort of. Um, like rune-based drawing that you have to do, that you have to get it accurate enough. And if you don't, you know, the demon that you raise won't uh, won't be contained or something. So you've, you've got to risk it. Or only last 60 seconds instead of like the full yeah, hour or yeah. whatever it's supposed to be. So what's the goal? Are you raising... Why are you raising these creatures? Is it some sort of... Is it I think... Through battle? You are the... I think you are the person that's living next door to the person <laughs> raising the creatures. And you need to stop them solely by writing complaints to the building manager. <laughs> or just or, or leaving notes on yeah. their door. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's your but only you need weapon. To, you need to create a compelling argument as to why this is an issue. Yeah, so you can go aggressive. <laughs> stop yeah. raising skeletons or I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. Or you can... Yeah, <laughs> my dog got eaten by a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Uh, you that can kind of thing. go for the emotional, you know, try the emotional way and say, "Look, like, yep. uh, I really, I really respect what you're doing here, but 
Yeah, my zombie has a bite out. I mean, my zombie. My dog is a zombie now. He has a bite out of him, and he's trying to eat my brains. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I can't live this way. Or you need you are living next to a person conducting rituals, spawning minions of the everlasting darkness. Yeah. But people think it's you. <laughs> well, that could just be another aspect of it. So you also, through your writing, through your letters, you've, you have to put up signs like, no necromancers yeah. live here. <laughs> yeah. So through the written word, you need to convince everyone around you that you're not doing it and that that person next to you is doing it. We're going to have to have a pretty decent AI to like, you know, understand what we're writing and determine whether you've done well enough. Oh, no. Uh, you just, you know... Or do we crowds? Crowdsource that. Yeah, yeah, crowdsource it. Okay. Yeah. So everyone, so part of the game is. Yeah. All these other people. (laughs) We can put it in. We can. The conceit can be that like you join a bulletin board of other people who are having trouble with necromancers living next to them, and (laughs) everyone's putting up how they're dealing with it, and everyone else gets to rate how well they think that's going to (laughs) work. So it's kind of like if. Have you ever played a game called Killing Light Time at Lightspeed? No. No. It's a game it's a game that it's kind of like it simulates a travel to a different world and you experience what's happening on earth but like in kind of in time in a social networking system but in relation oh. to how fast you're going. Yeah. So you can like refresh it and a couple of years have passed. Oh, that's so, cool. In the sense you could be on a message board and other people are experiencing the same problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you're on a, you've got an in-game, you know, in- internet forum that you're part of, or yeah, that's that's just for people having trouble having problems with necromancers. Yeah, next door. <laughs> you can get into all sort of like social issues as well because maybe you get actual necromancers coming on and saying, "Look, guys, we're not that bad. You're discriminating <laughs> against us. We have we have rights too." <laughs> Your rights end where my zombie dog starts. R slash next door necromancer. (laughs) And that is the name of the game. In fact, we could just we could just start this right now. It could just be all on Reddit. You know, we'll just write some. We'll just write some little bots. And (laughs) man, I saw something shamble around. Kind of looked like a mid nineties animated character or mascot. I think it was Fat Cat. <laughs> or it might have been Humphrey Bear. They were both trying to fight each other. Whatever it was, it didn't have pants. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have pants. I, I, like... I got to write to my local yeah. MP and get this to stop. <laughs> so you could actually have um, some of the necromancers using, you know, I I just have the zombie dogs. I don't, you know, I'm not actually <laughs> controlling them to actually, you know, kill you. So it's it's like that whole age old gun argument, you know, guns don't kill people, zombie dogs do. <laughs> zombie dogs do. <laughs> Necromancers don't kill people, zombie dogs do. Yeah, that's true. Like I just created zombie dogs to protect myself. <laughs> and wouldn't it be funny if like, oh, congratulations, player, your complaint was successful. We confiscated all your neighbor's guns. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still got all these zombie dogs. <laughs> What about the zombies? <laughs> oh, he had a permit for those. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. The, de- the Department of Necromancy and yep. raising Fat Cat from the dead. <laughs> and then it turns out you were a ghost the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you were one of the things, you were the first thing he yep. raised. And you just moved yep. in next door. Yep. And the se- the sequel is a is a papers please esque sort of game where you're dealing with all the complaints <laughs> from the necromancers, <laughs> saying we're being discriminated against. Yeah, the Ministry of Necromancy. <laughs> you have to come in and decide whether people's uh, cases are valid or not. It pulls it pulls in all the data from the other game. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going to move on to our final segment here. Uh, what yep. we're going to do, Mitch, is uh, we're going to ask you a question. Uh, what's your most anticipated game at the moment? Oh, okay. I actually a lot of my most anticipated games came out like in the past month, so this <laughs> yeah, is a tough one for it's me. It's been a big month. Um. Man. Oh man, Horizon Zero Dawn's already out. So <laughs> the Nintendo Switch you, came out. If you haven't yeah. played them yet, we can still do them. Yeah. But 
Okay. Um, if you haven't got around, have, do, do you guys have to have played them? No, 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 no. We're literally just going to go off the name. So. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go with Horizon Zero Dawn. All right. Because I haven't played a single moment of that. Excellent. Yeah, I haven't yet either. It looks it looks amazing. Uh, but what we're actually going to do is we're going to take the title Horizon Zero yep. Dawn. We're going to throw out everything you know about that game. Yep. And we're going to just imagine what an alternate game called Horizon Zero Dawn could be. Yep. Okay. So. <laughs> let's do it. All right. It. So Horizon. All right. I'll, 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 I'll start us off because this is my game. Yeah. All right. Horizon Zero Dawn. Already, by the name, you know it's got to have Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely. Right. Perfect. Like, yes. Yes. He's always in what? Pitch black and what? <laughs> maximum black. Uh, maximum dark. I don't know what else he's in. So is it a um yeah is it, is it a Riddick game or it's a uh, is it is it in that franchise because that could make sense. I think actually. it should come since to keep with the theme of franchising and a combined franchise kind of thing. I think yeah. it should be a combination of Fast and the Furious, Triple X, Reddit, Reddick, and everything that Groot did in the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> and <laughs> the Tooth Fairy. And the tooth there. No, that incorrect. Tim no, the Pacifier. Was the rock. Oh, shit. Pacifier. Yeah. There were those two movies with fucking action stars in kids' <laughs> with movies. With action stars doing doing comedy. The Pacifier. Okay, well, that doesn't work yep. quite as well. <laughs> from a, so, like, from a scene, gameplay standpoint. Like, Vin Diesel's like, I live my life one quarter mile at a time in <laughs> constant darkness. And I have care of children. Yeah, I have baby seats in the back. Yeah. I am Groot. I have to drive a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I love it. He's, so it's Riddick yeah. driving a minivan through yeah. a world where, just to really get completely literal with the with the title, the sun went down over the horizon one day and didn't yeah. come back up. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really funny oh, about Oh, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's really funny about... Vin Diesel in pretty much all his movies. Mm. If we were to combine all those movies together, with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy, the costuming department wouldn't have to do a damn thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they wouldn't have to do a damn thing. He it's just, like, he just yeah. wears, oh, look, it's a black tank top. Yeah. It's a white yeah. tank top. It's a... <laughs> all right, so I like this, though. I like this, I like this general yeah. idea. Let's sort of think of, of yeah. how this would work. Um, yep. So, you know, if the sun's gone, then you're definitely going to have to deal with, like, heat issues. Yep. So, and, and you have to take care of these children as well. So that actually adds a really yep. cool sort of gameplay mechanic to that. So one way you do it is just run the heater in your minivan. So you've got to have yep. enough petrol <laughs> to keep heater, the car yeah. running. So, yep. you, you know, you've got to... Uh, so I kind of... I'm t- picturing it as you're sort of moving... Are you trying to get somewhere? Like, you're moving across this landscape... And you have to decide whether to like leave the kids in the car with the with the with the petrol with the motor running, the heater going, <laughs> so you, running, so yeah. you can go off on sort of um, missions to to find more resources, or yep. you can decide, all right, I'm going to try to get you know, but they but then they're vulnerable because they're obviously there there there's something out there, whether it's just other humans or so it's the last so it's the last of us with more kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, and, and an environmental element. But but this is more around dealing, yeah, dealing with the cold. I like that mechanic, um, and yeah, looking after these kids uh, in some way. I think there should also be a very outrageous element of car customization. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you can just like mount the baby seats on the top of the car yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, I need more NOS. Oh wait, hang on, his character doesn't say that. <laughs> I am Groot. Um, I'm what, good. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm actually thinking is yeah. maybe he's also got to make decisions. Like he realizes that the um, the amount of kids that he's got is actually too too many. Maybe he can't too have... too many for to, for how much food and heat he can actually generate. So he's got <laughs> to like make sacrifice, that decision of sacrifice oh, them. No. Of, like don't do it, kids or. <laughs> well, because you might be picking up kids along the way as well, like some of the missions. You know, oh, I'm thinking, yeah. obviously procedural generated. Um, oh, so it's like Pokemon. Yeah, got to catch them all. <laughs> uh, got to catch all the starving, freezing kids that are around there. Timmy, use tackle. 
<laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and if you customize your car enough, then you can turn it into yeah. the Iron Giant. <laughs> Superman. <The> I- <laughs> it's bad to kill. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the uh, most awesome part about the game? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can actually... You know, um, other than if Vin you Diesel. abandon the kids and all that sort of stuff, you can start doing yeah. like crazy stunts and all that sort of stuff. As per because your car's like you know, one of the oh, car's a lot lighter, and you know you can you can fit you more can race other people for well, you can and you can fit like, you can fit more NOS in there. Yeah, um, I was just trying to work out a way of actually getting like triple X in there as well. Triple so... X. Oh, that's easy. Just put them in a fur coat. Yeah, just put them in a fur coat. That's that, that, we're done. Yeah, triple X add, added. There you go. Or, or Samuel L. Jackson just come, can come in and be ambiguous in it, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do just love this idea. Like, I'm just the visual of like your car customization, where you're choosing. You know, you've got your little slots, and you're literally choosing between another canister of nitrous and a baby seat to be able to fit more children <laughs> into your car. Like, that's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to round off all the Vin Diesel knowledge that I've just like kind of put together <laughs> okay. on the table here. And it's going to be a tabletop Dungeons and Dragons style game. Oh my God. Because Vin okay. Diesel is, I don't know if any, if a lot of people know this, he's a D&D fan. He's got D&D tattoos. That's awesome. So, okay. So it's like turn-based yeah. then? That's actually kind of neat. That'd be kind of no, cool. No, you've got to like roll for initiative. Right, so there's okay. I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. You got to roll for an issue. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, all the combats are, are d20 based. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You start no, off as level one player. Play on a grid. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I play that shit. I would too. Game but, Workshop. But it's got to be a digital me. version of it, though, doesn't it? No, absolutely. Or do not. you actually want tabletop? Well, because I, I really want to see what no, happens. No, you got to. You know. It's got to be digital, so you can get all the customization stuff in there. Surely, yeah, that's I mean, you true, could probably yeah. come up with a like tabletop miniatures game or something. But well, that's what I'm saying. We can like outsource it to Games Workshop and be like, look, you know, those, actually, those mini those mini games make a ton of money on Kickstarter. Yeah, throw Vin Diesel into the mix, and and you you can just imagine, like, you get into a fight type of thing you know you you pull over the you pull over the van vin yeah. diesel gets out of the car and he um it sort of zooms back and he turns into a miniature and you can <laughs> like throw the die stand onto the onto the thing as you i like roll how attack rolls and all that sort of stuff it would be great if it was action like let, let's go back to the video game concept yeah if it was action until the point where you get to combat and yeah. then you're rolling dice <laughs> well but trevor you just gave me an idea i don't think this has been done in a game before the the rolling of the dice should be actually part of the combat. So if you roll it the right way, you can knock over the other guys oh, yeah. and do damage to them. <laughs> it's with, gotta be like with that. With the dice, like there's this meta element of <laughs> rolling That's physical awesome. dice. You know, it's like like the kind of like scratching the fourth wall a bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and you could use you could use your fishing rod controller to do it. Oh God! <laughs> Just to bring it right back around. <laughs> Rex Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> Rex Hunt. Rex Hunt is who destroyed yeah. the sun. I was thinking you could actually make it VR, so you could do it. But no, the fishing controller will work. Yeah, dust that off, Rex Hunt. <laughs> and then Vin Diesel will be like, "I'm going fishing." <laughs> oh man! All right, I don't, I'm not sure. We I can, love it. I'm not sure we can top that. So I think we might we might finish up there. That's um holy shit that was, all right. yeah thanks so much mitch for coming on that was that was great uh, yeah no worries <laughs> we got some we got some good stuff in there <laughs> um do you want to just uh let us know where our listeners could can find you and your podcast online yeah no worries so if you just search pixel sieve in itunes pocket Casts, or all your favorite podcast players it's there um pixel sieve if you just search it on youtube it comes up um we're also at pixelsieve.com.au um, and we also have Pixel Civ, uh on our Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv forward slash pixelsiv. We go live every Thursday evening um, with something or other. It's usually uh, it's um, one week it's a Let's Play. We alternate between Let's Plays and um, and the actual Pixel Civ show. And um, we actually have a live panel at Perth Comic Con coming up. 
which is actually pretty exciting. So that is on the 25th of March at 5 p.m. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll throw those. Uh, I'll throw some of those links in the show notes as well. Uh, and no worries, uh, yeah. For lame storming, you can find us online at uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, pretty, yeah, just search for lame storming. Basically, you can also find us on iTunes. We'd love if you left a review there or subscribe to us. Yeah, I think I think that's about it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I am Ben Slinger. I am Trevor Scott. And I'm Mitchell Lowe. A game where a grandma has to possess people at her own funeral? I'd play that. game where a grandma has to possess people at her own funeral? I'd play that. I'd probably avoid it if I were you. <laughs> <laughs>